0: every time or your money back because with eBay Motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices that you want it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com again ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions
1: apply to all of these men i want to say that football is not just a game but a way of life
0: By the way, Sterling, I'm Bub- My name is Bubba, and uh, I uh, I've been a longtime Packer fan. I've been in radio for a long, long time. Don't don't Google me. And um, I, and and my dad grew up in Baraboo, Wisconsin, and I grew up in Indiana, and a longtime Packer fan dating back to like the David Whitehurst, you know, John Brockington days. <clears throat> and uh, I've interviewed several Packers. Is that before? Was that? that
2: before Columbus, or is that before Columbus, or at? I,
0: th- I think it might have been right, right, right before Lincoln. I think. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. so, gotcha. but um, I, and uh, and I like from, so I over the years I've interviewed, you know, uh, Macowski. I had Favre on. Uh, I've had Leroy on, and I, I just, you know, so I had Tony on just recently. You know, I was like, man, I I saw the thirty for thirty, and I thought it was like, oh my god, I had this guy all wrong. I mean, the guy just was just a, you know. Didn't try to uh, run away from his problems. Completely hit him straight on. You know, everybody's always has their 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 whatever they want to call Tony the incredible bust or whatever. So I'm like, I'm gonna get this dude on, and he's like, he was like just a regular dude, just a super cool dude, and then we got to be friends, and then I had this idea. I'm like, Tony, I, being a, a Packer fan still, I watch some of the podcasts and things like that, and Larry McCarron does one, which is great, by the way. But it's all about what's happening in today's Packer world. I'm like, there's nobody that's doing anything over these past Packer, you know, these greats or even the, you know, the Chuck Cecils or the Mark Murphy.
2: See, that's what people fail to realize. Like, I, I turned down, I did my brother's podcast and I did one with my friend Seth Joyner. This is only my third one ever and I'm only doing it for tone. I'm like, you know what? It was great when I was there from what I can remember. And, then, and now I, I haven't been back there since mm, 2000. And what year did they win the Super Bowl?
0: I think 2011. Uh, oh, 11
2: oh old. 11. Yeah. The second time. So, okay. So With whatever the, the start of the next year, they had the Thursday night game. Right. And I was at NFL Network. And I went back and hosted the pregame show outside. So 2010, 2011 was the last time I've been back. And I've only been back three times I went back the year after to do a feature with Brett I went back when I went in the Green Bay Hall of Fame and I went back for that so I'm I'm
1: not nostalgic right I I
0: understand
1: I understand and and, and, yeah and that's why you know one of the and I'm so grateful that you said yes to to being on this today because this is our first one it was you
2: they, uh, they, the I only
1: reason it. I did it was, it was yeah, the, I, I,
0: I, I, I don't think I have anything to do with it, nor am I trying to be that way, Sterling.
1: Please don't take it that no, way. No, and I wouldn't, oh, be, no. no, no, and I wouldn't, uh, have a co host that you, you know, I'm putting my name backing him up as far as he's, uh, he's not, a uh, he's not gonna be pulling any, you know, switcheroos or anything. But I was, when you said, yeah, you would do it because I know you haven't done much media, I don't know, like, I always do, even in Green Bay, there was a time. When I think somebody was probably from Milwaukee newspaper or something, wrote something that was just unfair as far as uh, our offense or something. And and I remember you, I think I remember you kind of like, we're like, I'm done with media because they twist shit around so much. That was back then, right? I was,
2: I was more, they never asked me. Right. They asked everybody about me, Right. but never asked me. So I was like, was like, if you're going to do, something about me and you don't need me, that's fine. I've got no problem with that. Right. And so if you don't need my help, then I'm taking it that you're not gonna ever need my help. So I did everything I, and and it was just one of those things where I was like, and I think Tony that helped me out the most Mm -hmm. was that I never had to defend or explain my play. That, That was the biggest thing uh, that helped out. If I was successful in Green Bay, that was number one by yeah. far.
1: Agreed.
0: Well, if I may say, you know, Sterling, I, and I'm not trying to get nostalgic, but I don't think you ever had to defend your play because your play was so good. I mean, you were just—I mean, you were a, you were no, such a good no, athlete.
2: No. See, it, but but that's the thing is, no, it wasn't. I mean, my rookie year, learning that system, and and Tony came in the year after me, so he knows how difficult that that system was. That was the hardest system I'd ever played in learning that system and trying to matriculate that being a rookie understanding how the nfl that year that day's nfl was being played it was difficult and you know yes i had i I think i had a successful career but no it wasn't it was it was tough that first year but that was the best thing that happened to me was i didn't have to walk in a media room or i didn't have to sit in my locker and answer questions about how i played or what i saw and then the next year i think uh i led the nfl in catches Mm -hmm. and it was like no one really you know i didn't talk to the media at all in my second year and no one really knew how to i guess take me you know i wasn't trying to be mean or difficult it just it worked for me so i'm like why change
0: and and, and and let's not forget, not trying to be reminisced, but, you know, you're one of only eight men to, to win the infamous or to get the infamous triple crown. You know, that's a very that's 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 quite achievement. I mean, you know, that, that's that that doesn't happen very often.
2: It is. It is now, but it wasn't then. I mean, it, it wasn't a big deal then. I mean, it's, it's you know, I I tell my guys sometimes I'm like, you know, I never really went back and thought about it except for when Steve Smith did it. And Steve Smith was a friend of mine. Right. And then the Rams called me to have a comment or send a message to Cooper cup when he did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it was just like, Hey, you know, here it is. <laughs> just my, you know, this and, is my and, job. And, just my job. Right. And you, that, that's it. That's, that's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. Um, this is as usual.
0: not, not to switch gears, but, uh, I gotta tell you, I'm a, and I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of your brother's. Uh, I, 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 just really think he's a breath of fresh air and I'm really excited what he's getting ready to do, uh, with Steven. And, uh, I think, I, I, I think the world of him being a, you know, fellow journalist and radio guy that, you know, he's, 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 I, I really, really like him. He's a good dude. He's a really good dude. And, and God, he's thick, man. God, he's, th- he's
2: a big boy. Isn't he, He uh, he works real hard at it and he cares. And that, that shows, I think in the way he talks, uh, about everything, and so it's a it's a situation to where, you know, when you care and the love that you have for not only fellow professionals, but the situations that you get to talk about, I think that shows. And I think that's why a lot of people have gravitated to him, not only in his last show, but even when he was on CBS. Right. I uh, have gravitated. His podcast is doing really well. So it, it's, you know, when you are genuine and you're not trying to make you're just going to, hey, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to formulate my opinion. I'm going to do the work to have an educated opinion. I, I think that shows, and I think that's what he's done, uh, especially over the last ten years.
0: And that's how he played too. I mean, you know, that's that he wore, he put his work in,
2: you know, and he played and- different. He played differently than he does. He played a lot looser, uh, I think, because he always had to play with a chip on his shoulder. You know, he, being a seventh round draft pick and coming from a uh, an HBCU, he he was always fighting an uphill battle, and so even when he got to be Uh, a great player. It's almost like the feeling that I can't can't stop there. I didn't accomplish it. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And I think now he really does enjoy his life. I think he enjoys talking to people on his podcast. I think he enjoys talking about the footballs and the basketballs and the the wrestlings and whatever else they talk about on the shows he's on. I I think he really enjoys that. I don't know if he really enjoyed playing because he always felt like he was climbing a mountain.
0: I, uh, I saw his podcast with a, a very dear friend of mine i've no, i've known him since 94 uh and uh, uh he had Dion on and and that was uh that was you know as Dion's a coach of Colorado now and and they were talking about you know uh, uh um uh shannon coming from uh, savannah state and and it was a it was a really good it was a good podcast i enjoyed it
2: yeah he did, yeah, uh he's had some really good guests on. Uh, he has really good format. Everybody seems to be comfortable and they seem to want to talk to him. And always a good combination when you can get people that genuinely like how you do things and when what you do and they have something to say.
0: Um, uh, I, I don't know if people know, you know, I know that you have I think you have your own children's, your own ch- children's pediatric uh, thing in, in, in South Carolina. I don't know if people understand how philanthropic you you've been. I think that that's a great thing.
2: And I and and I and I really don't want them to know. And that's why I never talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things that that's, you know, there was a need at the time. And I was able to help support and fill that need. So, you know, the work's being done, the help's being given. And I'm really happy about that. But I, I never talk about
0: it. Yeah, but it's not, it's not cool. I mean, it's it's certainly okay for somebody to say thank you. Isn't it? It's certainly okay for somebody to say thank you, Sterling.
2: And they have. And they really have. And uh but, but like I said, it's just it's it's what you're supposed to do. And I don't think mm-hmm. I, I've never been one to believe that when you're doing what you're supposed to do that you are looking for or you need that. And uh when people say it, you know, it's like, hey, you're welcome and you keep on, you know, keep on walking or running or whatever it is you're doing. But I think when you're supposed to do something, you're not doing it for the accolades or you're not doing it for the admiration or you're not doing it for the acknowledgement you're doing it because there was a need and you could fulfill or support that need and i've always been tried to be that way and uh so yeah i I, it's it's a situation that since i'm trying to think 1988-89 i don't think i've ever really talked about it Whole.
0: yeah and i and i wasn't trying to get talked about i was just more importantly no 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 i was wanting to thank you for it that you know you I follow you. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. I want I want you to make yeah, sure. sure that I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I got you. You know, not a lot of players do cool stuff like that, and that, and that's cool. Are you are you affected by? I'm in Tampa right now, and we just got through the storm. You know, it, it it didn't it didn't do anything to us, but I think it's it's curving maybe
2: towards you. All. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty look out right now. It's pretty dark. Uh, winds blowing. It's not as humid as it has been the last few days. But it's supposed to hit almost right over the top of us. So you know, we're we're as comfortable as we can be. I think. Uh we're as safe as we can be. And uh we're hoping that if it does hit that we don't lose anyone or, or have as much damage as as we probably could or should have.
0: I think it's getting churned down quite a bit um uh you know, through Georgia and things like that. I think it's it, it just hit Perry, uh, Florida this morning like around nine thirty or ten. And, yeah. it, and it automatically yeah. dropped down from a four down to a one. So, oh, that's you, good. Yeah. Well, so it's that, it, it, the, the grounds the grounds turning up. <laughs>
2: well, you you know, just the season for us. So we got usually after this one goes through, there's another oh, no. one right behind it. So and
0: and people in oh. South Carolina, you guys got to worry about it coming from the Atlantic, or you got to get the 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 leftover from the Gulf. Sometimes, you know.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. We get it. We get it. We got a double whammy sometimes, and sometimes it. You know, when they combine, it really does a number on us here. But uh, we've been fortunate the last few years. I mean, we've had some good ones, but they yeah. haven't done a whole lot of uh, what they could have or should have done. So we're like I said, we're always in the path and we're hopeful and, and we try and be as safe as we can.
0: Um, the one thing when when Tony and I were talking about that, you're our first guest, by the way, of, uh, of our past Packers podcast. But um, and and the we we're, I was like, man, you know, could get Sterling Sharp. I mean, he's like, you know, he's the guy. And Tony said not to reminisce or anything, but Tony is like, listen, when I was a rookie coming in with a big chip on my shoulder, big money, you know, hold out last day, you know, the, the all the accolades that came with Tony, he's like the one dude. The one dude that took me that was like always cool to me and and knew how much pressure I had on me. The one dude was was the eighty-four. He was the fairest and the he just like, you know, he he kinda you, you were the one dude, Tony. Remember Tony when I had you on, you're yeah, like the one yeah. guy. I mean, I
1: said, yeah. And I think I, I even said, you know, when we were talking about this in the early part of the the whole conception of this podcast we were dropping names and stuff to each other. And, and I said, you know, I said uh, who I'd love to have on first for the first one is Sterling. I said, I know he doesn't do much media um, since he's, you know, not been in media. Um, I said, but he was always one of those guys. I remember for me, he was always one of those stand-up guys. It's like, what you see is what you get. There's no, there's no guessing where, you know, Sterling's gotten all no your motive. He's like, no. Nope. And you know, when I was getting, you know, there was times there when I was getting my—I mean, literally—getting my ass kicked, and and people were kind of kicking them when you're down. And Sterling was always solid. I mean, he was always—I was—I—I I, always—I I, kind of—I had
2: an idea. I mean, I was never under what you were under, but I—I I had an idea, uh, and it was like you know, sometimes you get to a point where you're welcome because of what you bring to the table. You were a guy that I think a lot of our our teammates disliked because mm-hmm. of what you brought to the table. Because, right. you know, the O-line is a different group of guys. Right. The O-line are, you know, we're hardworking. We don't care about making the money. And here we got a guy who's automatically one of the highest paid. And I think that storm and the media storm and who was taken in front of you and who was taken behind you I think all that made a perfect storm, and I I I was like, wow, if I could help this guy, I I don't know, and, you know, at the time, yeah, because yeah. you know, I it, it's it's a it's a difficult it was a difficult situation for you to be in because you know, for me being a rookie, I was like, I'll sing every day, I'm carrying a projector, I'm buying <laughs> breakfast and donuts, I got no problem. But when you come in at six five and and three plus, and you run in four five, and you were supposed to be, it's hard to be like, yeah. look, Rook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I hear so you, man. You were in a different. You were in a different kind of. You were in a totally different area code than I was in, and and I know I knew how tough it was, and it was just like you know. I I always looked at you as a I'm like, wow, if he just which is why I was so happy when you went to Indy and you were playing and I was like, you know, everybody forgets that we started doing this because we just wanted to play. You know, (laughs) we just. there's nothing else to it. We just want to play and everybody else adds their stuff and they take what could be joyful out of playing when I'm like in Indy it looked like you had peace yeah and when you walked away from it i i was doing tv at the time so i was in touch with lindy and buddy guys who were with us in yeah. in green bay and i was like you know he finally looks like he can walk away now and be totally comfortable yeah. talking about his experience and talking about the fact that he's not playing anymore most guys can't they, they when they leave the game they feel like they leave something and they you know, and and you finally, I thought, I thought being away and then coming back to Indy was probably the greatest blessing other than playing football that you had in your athletic career. I
0: I agree, Tony. If if you if you hadn't had Indy, you know, and Lindy giving you a chance and and coming in for the league minimum on that, and and, and Lindy again giving you a chance in the relationship yep. you had with Lindy, I think it would have been a big void in your life. I mean, you went and did it and kind of put a, a put a, a a you know a nice exclamation point if you just would have left at green bay you know there would have been a lot of unfinished business because that's not the person that you became that's not the person you became no
1: and the the indie was crucial um and it was it was i mean look i had burned every bridge as sterling had seen me burn a lot of them and um and then you know left the league Uh, i left my career from green bay as a train wreck and then i was like you know three more years I, you know i had some obviously issues with alcohol and, and opiates and stuff but I'm not going to use that as the excuse. I'm still the one that did the action. So once I sobered up and then I was like, you know, working out six months later or sober and I'm like, well, geez, like I'm getting pretty strong again. And I'm not taking anything. I'm just like, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I might be able to come back and play and do it the right way and keep my mouth shut and just do it. Like you said, because at 11 years old, when I made the decision, like you did, I'm sure at some point we were like, I want to play because this is a blast. Hell, I, just yeah. Hell, yeah,
0: Ster- I just want to play. I think Sterling was a linebacker in, in high school. I think I read. Were you? I, I, I played I,
2: quarter, quarterback and middle linebacker. Yeah, and linebacker. Yeah, <laughs> I played quarterback and not just a linebacker. I was in the middle. So you're the you're the middle oh, guy. I was in the middle. You're the Mike guy, or the guy that's you I'm know stuff the stuff in the, the run. I made the call. I made the calls on offense and defense. And defense. Yes.
0: <laughs> you weren't you weren't the edge. You weren't the <laughs> yeah. sexy edge rusher guy. You guys are what you're no, the one. You're the one stopping the fullback.
2: I, <laughs> I was in the I was in the middle of the fray trying to read through the guard center and tackle and dissect. Yeah, I was I was that guy, but it was it was playing, and it was like you know what I just want to play, man. I don't, you know, it's so funny about uh, listening, you know, because playing retired golf, you get to be around, you know, baseball and basketball and of course football players and just and tennis and all these, and it's just funny how they all just talk about playing. That's that's all they talk about is playing. They don't talk about well, you know, the night I had fifty. You right, know, I did this, or you know, you don't have a baseball player. Or, you know, the night I hit three home runs. You know, I ate. No, it's just like man, you know that that playing and adjusting and going to different parks and and different teammates and understanding. You know, I see this, this guy and you know getting and and I think uh, I've always wondered myself what kind of teammate I was. Now, I don't care what kind of teammate I was, but I always wonder what kind of teammate I was. And I was like, you know, I thought, like, with Tony, hey, man, I know what you're under. And you got to figure out a way to navigate this in a way that you, Mm -hmm. and I thought, you know, one of the things you did was you came in and you had that aura. And then I think you tried to give it away because you tried to be a part, you tried so hard to be a part of the team, which is really smart but was really dumb because our teammates didn't really understand how to accept you. And then you got, you know, with the them and the media and everything else, I think it mentally made you uh, a certain way about the game of football, which hurt me because I was like, man, he's a fun dude. I'm like, you know, there's, there's a few pictures I have on my wall and I have one of me and you in the end zone. And you were just like, I think you were the first person I can ever remember calling me Sterling, And you were like, Sterling, <laughs> hell of a play, bro. And I have that picture. You know what? Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> I, I have this picture of me in number 77. Now, now Tony,
0: how you – I got to
1: get a copy of that. Tony,
0: how are you going to feel, man? We're talking to Sterling, and he actually doesn't have hardly any pictures, and he's got one of your dumb ass. Can you believe that?
1: Listen, that, it's, I'm honored. That would be I'm great, honored. man. That's for real. No, it's – um still you know, like I said, and like it was—it was interesting to hear. Right there,
0: yeah, we're, we're here. Are you? Are you? Are you
2: there?
1: No, the video locked there, up.
2: There, there he is. Right. right. Oh, he locked up. Oh, hold on. The video locked down, and I might help. Me see here. But no, Tony, Tony, you know, it, it's funny because you want—I've always been one, but I've always felt like this. I want these guys who're coming in to have the same experience. I had mm. and I had fun playing football. I did. Yeah. I, I had that. a ball. <laughs> I, I, I had remember. an absolute ball playing football. And I wanted, you know, Tony and Tony Bennett and Dale Thompson and okay. Benny Clark and T Buck and all the guys after me, Leroy. Don I wanted them to have the same experience. Don Davey. That I had. Remember Don Davies? Don Davy. Oh, <laughs> Don <God>. Davies. <laughs> oh, I, I I see Don every now and then in uh, in Jacksonville still. Yeah, uh, when I'm down there playing golf. But I I, that's all I was I just I trying to wanted. think
0: about some of the boys you played with. You know, They had some like remember uh, uh, Edgar Bennett, man. Oh, Ed. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: coaching and coaching in Vegas. <clears throat> right oh, it, is he really? EB, Eb's coaching in Vegas right now. Yeah. I think,
0: you know, as, 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 you know, past Packer podcast, one of the players, one of the people I think I might get Sterling is, uh, coach, coach Gruden. Um, I have a connection through him here in Tampa and, uh, coach Gruden agreed in the next couple weeks or so he's going to come on. Cause you know, when Tony and you guys were there, coach Gruden was like just starting out. He was kind of, I don't want to say low man on the low man, to- low man on the totem pole, but he was just starting out as a coach, wasn't he?
2: Okay, so you're, if you're being honest, you're saying he's low man on the shoulder pole. No, no, well. You're being honest. I mean, you don't want to uh, – so you don't want to upset him, so he'll come on your – I would yeah, tell him – I would I would tell him, do, Chucky – you was I, a do-boy, <laughs> is what you're saying.
0: No, yeah, he no, he never never. Boy. would I say that, never would I say But that's said. what
2: he was. That, that, I mean, he was the guy who warmed up the car, and so at the end of practice, Mike Holmgren could walk out of the indoor facility – and jump in the car, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I that was his I,
0: job. I was making it more towards he spent like 20 hours a, a, a day there and slept on a cot, and and, and you know you didn't get really you know, yeah that... but
2: they all yeah but they all do that yeah that's that, that's but no he was and then my I know my last two years he was my position coach right so mm-hmm. I I I know John there actually I still talk to John yeah uh, I'm still in communicado with John and there's not many guys. Uh, Vince Workman, Perry Kemp, Pookie, Tony, Pookie. Gruden. Who's Pookie? Buddy guys. Vince Vince Workman Vince Furman. Vince Workman. Uh, Buddy guys. Uh, Terrell Buckley. God. Van Jakes. Yeah. Aubrey Matthews, Clance Weathers. Uh, I'm in Bible things with those guys. We do. Uh, we have a daily Bible thing. We we read a lesson and write our summary. So I'm in. I'm in lessons with those guys, but there's not many guys that I, I, uh, you know, and and like I said, I mean, you know, mostly the receivers, a couple of the defensive backs, and and hell, Tony, that's pretty yeah. much it. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. How about you? You that I can find. You, you yeah. ever
0: uh, you ever speak with Leroy at all at all, at Shirley?
2: No, not really, because. Not Uh, he, I I think he's in Milwaukee. I think he's, he's living in Milwaukee, but he's not a golfer and, uh, I don't talk football. I I play golf every day. So I heard your scratch. I I heard your scratch. I heard your scratch. I am. I am. I I get it around pretty good, but that's all I do. You know? And I, I'm like, if you're going to do something, you know, if I was going to drink, I'm going to try and drink it all. If I was going (laughs) to, you know, do something illegal, I was going to try to be the best at it illegally. (laughs) That's just my nature. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out there and half-ass playing golf just because I'm hanging with the boys and I get right. equipment free. I'm not going to do that. So I know a guy like but that. No, it's what I do. It's just, it's just what I do. <laughs>
0: Sterling Sharp <laughs> on, uh, on the podcast with Tony and I. And, uh, and Sterling, I I just can't thank you enough. I know you don't do a lot of these. and uh, And I know this might be only like the third one that you did. But you were the absolute I mean, I don't know if you like this or not, but you were the first person that came to yeah, mind. Just, third. just just because you know, you you were the first one to to come to mind just because of your swag and just because you're you you're you're you uh, it, was really,
1: it, it was really because of you actually. You're the it, one it that really, called that's it. what it was. It was like I remember sterl and I remember
0: Premium wireless service for fifteen bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B U B B A. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Forty five dollars upfront payment required, equivalent to fifteen a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above forty gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mint Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: People that don't kick you when you're down. Like the people that help you back up and do, you know, they're like, there's, there was nothing that Sterl could have done to help me change my direction because I was so, you know, in a fall, like, you know, messed up. and You you were a perfect storm, though. I
2: mean, you and, and out of all the guys that were in my seven years, you and Terrell Buckley were a perfect storm. I mean, you came in and it was almost like, yeah, he's a member of the team, but yeah. I don't know about him. I, you know, it was, instead of being, oh, yeah, you know, we got another piece that's going to make us better out of the guys who got drafted in the first round. You and Terrell Buckley probably were two of the guys that I remember that never really I'm going to say got a fair shake only because of your height and what happened to you in the short time you were there. You were never really, you never got a chance to, you know, I'm going to say you never got a chance to grow. Mm -hmm. Because like with me, I was like, okay, I'm not talking to the media. So that's easy. It made my life real easy. Right. And so my first year struggles and learning and growing and being, they were mine. And I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to go through them and then go out and talk about them. They were mine. And then the second year after I got comfortable in the system, everything took off. And then it was like, now I can just play. I don't have to, you know, talk about, you know, this or that or defend, you know, the way I play or how I play or what my numbers are. I can just go out and play. So I never really had the scrutiny because I didn't talk. Right. That you and I, and I know Tony, uh, Tony Bennett and those guys, Joe Thompson had it, but they didn't have it at the level that you and Terrell Buckley had it at. But I think, and I used to tell Buck all the time, Buck, and I wish I would have told Tony this, you got to shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> just stop. Talk. Stop trying to defend how hard it is to play your defense. Stop trying to defend that you're playing against receivers that are six inches taller than you. Just stop talking. If you stop talking, then you'll you're now allowed to go out and be and learn and grow. And Buck was a talker. And, you know, in that market with those, you know, in that market where it's just us, I mean, it, it was, it was just us. It was us. And, Uh, UWG, Green Bay, and St. Norbert. That's it. It's us. And (laughs) And a bunch of ice shanties on the bay. (laughs) If if you stop talking and let them talk about you, but what you're doing, you can't let them use your words against you. And I thought they did a lot of that. And I'm not saying that anybody in the media or in Green Bay was bad. I'm just saying they were doing their job and you guys helped them. Whereas I was like, you know what? I'm just going to shut up and I'm just going to play. And whatever you write or whatever you think about my play, that is entirely up to you. And I thought that was probably for my success. And I felt like I was successful in Green Bay. But I think for my success, me not talking was the best, single best thing that I ever did playing sports.
0: And it would be some good. I mean, it probably would be some good advice to these high-profile guys that come out. You know, like Tony did. The high-profile guys, the T-bucks. The, the the you know, for a veteran like you, but they won't listen. They probably won't listen. But you know, well, it's some think, of the some I of the think, best yeah. advice they could have gotten.
2: I think now, though, they changed the rule. You got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, they would have fight know, back the in the
0: day, Sterling. They could have maybe fight like, hey, Sterling, you got to give the five minute yeah. interview. And like, they. No, we didn't have yeah. that.
2: Uh, I, I'll tell you a funny story. In 94, uh, 93, we make the playoffs. And I, I said to Mark Clayton, I said, when we win this game, I'm going to go in the interview room. <laughs> and Clayton's like, man, you crazy. You ain't going to... <laughs> I'm like, when we win this game, I'm going in the interview room. Well, the way the game ended couldn't have been scripted any better for for me going in the interview room. And I walked in the interview room and no one asked me a question. No, they're afraid they were afraid. They're like, <laughs> no. holy hell, 84 is in here. They what the hell? So, they, they were so shocked that I was in there that no one asked me a question. No, they were afraid. You had them conditioned,
0: Sterl. Oh, you had them you had them conditioned. Were you the same way in, did you were you as a game cock, did you pretty much go by the same rule too there?
2: no I, as a I i mean as a gamecock it was easy because uh i i will give our media here credit uh in the situation we were in they knew we were kids yeah they knew that you know we were first time away from home and trying to forge mm-hmm. our own you know life and lifestyle and grow up and you know be a part of something and and My college career was, you know, it started off slowly and ended the way you want to end a college career. So for me, it kind of balanced itself out. Like, you know, if you're not playing as a freshman or you get redshirted as a sophomore, guess what? Nobody cares. Right. Oh, all of a sudden you start playing and then you start getting a question here. That, And then when you start playing really well, and then the floodgates opening. And and so I I got that. And so I was able to kind of grow into – being good at what I was doing and understand how to talk to the media, understand how to get away, how to allow myself to, you know, here's what we tried to accomplish. You know, we didn't get it done today if we lost. Uh, I thought we played well. Uh, I know we played well offensively. We scored 34 or we scored 29, but you know, you have to, there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason to how you do it. And I don't think a lot of guys coming out, especially now with, with the money, it's real hard to yeah, navigate. I,
0: I was going to ask you what you thought about, that, about yeah. the NIL, if, if, if you think that that's going to be end up being a bad thing, this NIL deal.
2: I don't have a problem with NIL. I'm like, it's changed. And, right? you know, I remember when guys who looked like me couldn't even play college sports. And now we got guys, you know, making millions of dollars uh, playing college sports. So I'm all for change in any way, shape, or form. Because it forces us to learn about each other. It forces us to learn about how to navigate that change. And more importantly, it forces us to grow up. And whether we're growing up and we are the coach or growing up and we are the players, it forces us to grow up.
0: Sterling Sharp on, the, uh, on our very inaugural uh, Pass Packers podcast with me uh, and Tony. Uh, Tony, any 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 uh, uh, questions for Sterling? Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to sit here and, and hog it all up. I'm not. not a, a, I really should even be part of this deal. I'm not. <laughs> you guys are real Packers. I'm just a st- stupid guy from Tampa that likes the Packers.
1: <laughs> who are you anyway? I no. don't know.
0: Don't 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 Google. <laughs> just don't Google me, Sterling. Just do not Google me, buddy. OK, Just please. No, I'm
1: a, just uh, please don't Google me. Sterl doesn't have to Google me because he actually watched it happen. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I actually, and it was, it, and it really, I mean, the thing was. I, I, as much as, as a lot of people would say, well, you know, Tony and the media, you know, our, our we had some teammates that didn't help him either. You know, right. he wasn't, you know, when I came in, I had Patrick Scott, uh, who knew Landy system. I had Perry Kemp, who knew Lindy's system. They had played for him in the USFL in Jacksonville. Uh, I had I had guys that were like, look, we can't do what you do. That's why you're here. The only reason we're here is because we know where to go. And they taught me how to understand the system. They taught me how, you know, I remember one game, Perry Kemp said, you can't leave this game because this is a game. This is why you're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a, uh, a torn meniscus. And Perry was like, no you got to finish this game because that's why you're here. You're here because we can't do what you do. And he probably was the single he probably was the the single most dominant voice in Green Bay in my head because he saw me every day. He was in every meeting. He was at every practice and he would say, Bruh, "You you you don't understand. I don't think you see how good you're getting at this." And I was like, no, I don't. I just enjoy playing. I just like playing. You know, and he would say, you know what, man, you getting ready to take off. you getting ready to, you know, I just hope you, you know, and he'd make a joke. But, but Perry Kemp and then Clarence Weathers, I got Clarence Weathers. Those two guys as receivers probably made me uh, the best I could be. And then I got Mark Clayton. And then I got John Gruden, and it just, you know, it was all right. I've always got the piece I needed at the time. As a rookie, stop talking. I needed that piece, you know. And then I had Perry constantly in my ear, all right. And then Clarence Weathers comes constantly, C-Dubs constantly in my ear. And then, you know, a few years later, I get Mark Clayton, who's coming from a different culture, different, constantly, man, you, you know, I'm like, man, I just love playing. I just, you know, it's a play to be made, and I get a chance to make it. I'm liking that. I think, and well, it was that wasn't was
0: wasn't Perry. That was the best for me. Wasn't Perry, if I remember right, Sterling? Wasn't he from Cleveland? Didn't he come from? Didn't he come in from through Cleveland? I think Perry. He was
2: in Cleveland with Lindy and him. Okay, yeah, I, I knew. And then, and then he went to when Lindy got the head job with the Jacksonville Bulls. Perry went with him in Jacksonville because I Weathers was in Cleveland. Also, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: and and so. You know, those guys into the system, and, and I'm telling you, you know, football is, is, you know, everybody likes to say it's a complicated game, and, and they might be right, but Lindy's system was so hard because you had to think on the fly, and that was difficult for me, and I think it was difficult for a lot of us, uh, yeah. because when you're thinking on the fly and people are moving, it's hard to get comfortable, so it, it took a little bit for me to get comfortable in that system.
0: And and I, I don't know, you know, Sterling, I don't know that you've ever talked about Perry's influence on you like that before. I've never heard that Perry kind of took, uh, for lack of a better term, took you under his wing a little bit and kind of guided you and, and, and gave you some good wisdom. No, I was,
2: I was too big to be under a wing. It was and, more I, I,
0: a, You know what I'm saying. I mean, it, just it, it, gave it, it, you some worldly yeah. advice, nonetheless. Yeah. You know, I mean— No,
2: you, you know, when you have—and that's what I was saying, you know, about what Tony—I don't think Tony got. You know, as I had teammates that were like, you're the reason, this is the reason why you're here. You know, oh, yeah, I know I got drafted number seven in the first round, but I don't, you know, hey, I'm coming in, I'm a rookie, I'm going to sit back and learn. And they were like, no, no, you can't learn. You can't sit back and learn. You got to start. Here you got to start. <laughs> because you, what you do, we can't do at that level.
1: Yeah. You know, so that, it that is. helped it, me a lot. Yeah. And you can see on the field, and you know, this sterile firsthand, like at any position, you can just tell when someone's at a different level at a at a posi- yes. at their position. You know, yes. Like, can you, you see know, like, can you like see it in practice? Me, can you, you literally were, like, see you it in practice? That. You were that no.
2: you can't No, see- I, I don't think you I don't think you see it in practice because you're not paying attention. Right. Because I, I'm I'm not really looking at how Tony stands up blocking Tim Harris or Robert Brown or Blaze Winner. Right. I, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at him in the huddle after he just gave up a sack. Right. But more importantly, I'm looking at the other four guys who's next to him. How do they react to him giving up a sack? Because I it ain't like he went out there and was like, yeah, you know what? On this first and 10 play, I think I'll give up a sack. You know, see what that does for our offense. You know, second and 17 is a good number. You know, you know he is not got you you know, he doesn't go out thinking that, but you, you know, you watch growth and development based on not success. You know, you can't tell, I, I can't tell, you know, if a guy's, you know, I I'm watching a guy when he has failure and then how he reacts to right. the guys he works closely with and how they respond to that failure. And that's what I think w- was probably one of the things that I noticed about him That I I and I used to say this to 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 not him, but I'd be like, boy, it's tough being him right now. It's just tough. I mean, because I don't know what he's getting at home, but when he gets here, it is the offensive line coach. It is uh, Tom Levitt. It's Tom. It's it's Lindy. It's you know. It's all. I don't know if Rich Moran is as talkative as he should be. I don't know if Ken Rutgers or 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 You know who was uh, in my like Ron, you know who uh, helped Keith me.
1: Uker. Yeah, I you don't know you can. those guys. You helped Ron me in, Ron helped me a lot. Um Campy was a big one. James Campy. James, James Camp is a great dude. He was he's just a, a great yeah. dude. I've heard, yeah. you know, I, great, I've heard a lot he's of I've heard a, I've
0: heard a lot of Packers yeah. say that that Campy was just the main like he was just a fun dude in the room. Like he was just a really good dude.
1: He he played way above, in my opinion, and I've told this to James. I've because I I saw him a few years ago, and then and even talked or texted with him a couple weeks ago. But he was one of those guys that obviously had athletic ability, but he played way beyond his ability. Like he, yeah, as I like to say, as a five nine center, you're not supposed to be able (laughs) to do (laughs) it.
2: Five nine. You know what? He enjoyed playing. He just enjoyed playing. Yep. I mean, he never looked at it as life or death. He never looked at it as, oh, this play is going to win or lose the game. Yeah. And just, they snap it, go out and fight, run back to the huddle and again, look forward to doing it again. And, yeah. and that is a lost art of this wanting to play because now, you know, you, you got to be the star because you got to get the NIL. And then when you get yeah. the NFL, you got to be the star because your legacy, you know, and I was like, well, I don't think I ever got a chance to dictate or describe what my legacy is at any place I've been uh and so you just forget the basic the bare necessities of just wanting to play um
0: I'm gonna bring up something you just brought up you know nobody like nobody likes a second in 17 but if there was a second in 17, what would have been to play? Probably something to you, eighty four. Probably.
2: <laughs> well, it, it would have been. It would have been two flip wide, short seventy <laughs> Y option X smash. No, why? No,
0: and you got to learn. And and coming from South Carolina, it probably wasn't that complicated back then, was it? It,
2: it was. It was hard because you had to remember who you were in the hunt Right. Because I I moved around so I could be H, I could be X. I could be Z. I could be Y. And you you don't tag. You have to know if I'm inside yeah. this, I run this. And if I'm outside this, I run that. And if if, if it's a 34 defense, it's going to be one plus the OLB, Tony. Yeah. And if the OLB gets on the other side, it's one. And we're going to, you know what, we're going to squeeze this. Yeah. And we're going to hold this. And you're like, oh, my God, I, am I going to get a chance to just play? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean we got we got set, we got seven variables just on you know one one pre-snap read oh, right yeah. I mean
1: wow and you're and you're thinking on the run as the play's developing we have to make decisions exactly, decision. exactly. You know? is this hey, guy hey, dogging hey, Or did the corner come for a hot? Oh, wait, it's not a
2: 34, it's a 43, so it just takes one. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Tony, number 56 is down. So it's a 34 defense,
1: but 56 is down. Wait, Wait. what? Even (laughs) though he's standing up, he's down. (laughs) He's a down guy. We're counting him as a down guy. And I'm like sitting there going, huh? He's down, so (laughs) So if he like,
2: comes, guess what? He stand, hey, he's but he's standing
1: up.
2: <laughs> Man, no, I mean nobody.
0: I mean for real. Now was that but,
1: explained but, right? That not, right there explained my Green Bay career.
0: Yeah, Sterling just went there, and I mean no. Now was was Holmgren's system was, was, Holmgren no, no, was, was, was Holmgren's system a little bit? Was Holmgren's system a little cleaner or a yes. little little easier?
2: Holmgren's system was cleaner, easier, and I say easier because you just it was your athletic ability against someone else's athletic ability. Right, right. And I didn't have to create. In in Lindy's system, I had to create. In Mike's system, you just had to be yourself. You didn't have to be superhuman. And I, I thought in Lindy's system, I had to do and be more to get open, whereas in Mike's system, I thought if I understood defenses, I mean, which is, and I tell people all the time, I really didn't do anything. And we were, I was, it was funny. I was with three Hall of Fame receivers about three weeks ago. And I made a statement which floored them. And that was, I never had an in-game conversation with my quarterback. Not one. They were like, wait, what? I'm like, I never talked to our quarterbacks during the game. They were like, how do, how do you, I'm like, he's got a quarterback coach. He's got the offensive coordinator. He's got the head coach. He's got the offensive line coach. He's got all those people talking to him. What am I going to add that's going to make his job a lot less stressful? I'm like, I, he's got a lot of people. I never, Don, uh, Bud Keyes, Mike Norseth, Mike Tomzak, Blair Keel, Anthony Dillwig Randy, Wa- uh, Randy White. Randy like, Wright. R- Randy Wright. Randy Wright. Wright. Don Makowski, Ty Detmer, Mark Brunell, and, and uh Brett Favre. I never had an in-game conversation on the sideline with any of them.
0: And I think Randy, None of them. I think you caught your first touchdown with Randy. I think.
2: Caught my only touchdown my rookie year with Randy. With
0: Randy. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. well, Randy, right. Where
2: was he from? Was he Wisconsin he was in Wisconsin. Yeah. It was Wisconsin, yeah, guy. Wisconsin yeah. guy. Yeah. And I bobbled that one because I was thinking. I was like, oh <laughs> here, here it comes. <laughs> Oh God! But no, it was uh that that was probably for me what I needed because I came out of a system where my athletic ability could go first, and there wasn't you know I didn't have to think. And then I got into Lindy system, and I really had to focus in on not only the play but who I am in the huddle and understand. I mean, you're jogging to the jogging to the line of scrimmage. You got to figure out well, I, I'm the A or I'm the halfback in this formation. And wait, what is he running out here? Because I'm inside of him, so he's running a. I'm running a corner. He's. I mean, it was just so much mental. Gym, it was so much mental gymnastics that it was just really difficult to cut loose. And so once I once I got it down where I could cut loose for me. Life in the NFL became a lot easier and a lot more simple.
0: Uh, there's only one play I want to. There's only one play I want to bring up. Only one play, and that's the Detroit one where he scrambles out left, and you guys need to, it's, it's to make the playoffs. And you're just wide open. I mean, you got the guy beat by ten and catch it. You and it, it almost looked like you almost had a hard time staying in bounds. Like like. Um,
2: uh, it, it's funny. I was. I just left Detroit uh, two nights ago. Right. And Lomas, Lomas Brown, their offensive tackle and a couple of guys were at the golf tournament with Mark Wahlberg. And, uh, I, I I told them, you know, they were like, man, you always come to Detroit and that play, you know, I said that, that play just shows you how far growth wise our offense had come. Right. I said we start off in a left formation and we run a low drive route I catch it for a gain of six Brett yells out left well as, as receivers we're not going to run and waste all that time trying to you know switch sides so Mark Clayton knows it's a left formation he lines up and he if you watch the play he backs off the line of scrimmage because he he's usually the X and and so Detroit is in the perfect defense. We are in the perfect offense, and none of it matters. I mean, when I say perfect, we call 25 double square out. And Mark Clayton, if Brett throws it to Mark Clayton, he is still running right now. There's <laughs> no one near him. They roll the defense to me. So I got a corner stand in front of me and a safety over the top. Yep. We're in the perfect offense. They're in the perfect defense. We kick a field goal, we go in overtime, of course. We score a touchdown, we win the game. Mark Clayton is wide open, and Brett looks at it, doesn't throw it. So when he moves, our tight end, and I couldn't remember if it was Jackie or Ed, pops wide open, and the safety jumps him. Yep. Which is why, because I'm like, there's no way I'm getting it because I got a corner here and a safety. There, yeah, you're so a double team. I'm just gonna jog. I'm gonna jog down the sideline, and then all of a sudden, when I saw the tight end pop. And I saw the safety jump, and that's when I sped up. And it was like Brett. It was like we made eye contact, and the rest is history. But it's funny, the perfect offense and the perfect defense didn't come to fruition because our quarterback extended the play, and our growth and maturity allowed us to read his way, allowed him to read his way out of that play. And we, you know, one of the great plays. Oh, and your and, you know, and your growth career.
0: too, when you saw the safety, you know, break for Ed. Or, you know, and at at that point, and a lot of times if you look at that play, it looks like it was was so just thrown right in the corner coffin that it looks like you had to kind of like almost kind of do your feet to get it
2: in. If I was healthy, I would have stepped out of the end zone. Yeah. Because I would have been going faster. Yeah. But because I I ended up having to have surgery on my right, on my left leg, I I couldn't run because I was taking a shot every, you know, every game to play. And so I, I couldn't have, but it, that's the thing is, is with they, they are on the perfect defense, we're in the perfect offense. Their defense doesn't stop us and our offense gets exactly what we wanted, but our quarterback had matured and grown in that system to the point to where he extended the play. And, uh we ended up getting what we needed and uh and getting a home playoff game the next week and I want
0: to I want to go on record I only I only asked you about one play that's the only play I'm asking you about buddy I want to go on record
2: I just went through that with the uh with a lot of the Detroit Lion players right. last week I just this past weekend excuse me I just went through that and uh I was like no it wasn't Kevin Scott's fault whoever the safety was and I think it was Benny Blaze. it was the safety it was, was Bitty It Blades. was his fault and yeah, Benny, and by the way, Benny
0: Blades, what Benny Blades was from your draft, if I think a third overall, yeah, 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 third overall. If I if I think yeah. behind Neil, I think behind Neil Smith,
2: I think. So it was it was Andre Bruce. Yep. It was it was Andre Bruce. It really? was Neil Smith. Neil like Andre Neil. And- Paul Gruber, Ricky Dixon. Yeah. Tim Brown, me. Yep. And then then, that's how it was.
0: And then 11th was Irv. Was Mike. Was Mike. Yep. And then I mean, there
2: were six or seven receivers in our draft in the first round. Oh, yeah. Anthony Miller. Uh, Tim Brown was six. I was seven. Mike was 11. Yep. Oh, hey. Hold on.
0: Let's not forget Icky Woods was in the second round now.
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Icky. That's a good one, Icky, I mean, Icky, and then Thur- good, and yeah. Thurman, Thurman,
0: and Thurman Thomas was in there too.
2: Was in the second round, yeah, yeah, in that draft, yeah. So, so, wow. yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, that, that a, uh and
0: then Chuck Cecil was uh, was your fourth. Was the Packers fourth?
2: Yeah, I, I I played with Chuck. I had met Chuck at a I want to say it might have been the East West All Star Game. I had met Chuck so. He and I kind of were friends before we ended up in Green Bay. Yeah. He he and I were friends. I loved the way he played. I loved the way him and Mark Murphy played. I really did. I saw Murph. uh, His son got an award at the College Football Hall of Fame in 2014, which was the year I went in, and Murph was there. So I got to spend some time with Murph uh, in 2014. Uh, just, which was kind of weird. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I, I haven't seen – I don't get to see a whole lot of guys because a lot of those guys don't play golf. Tony. And I get to see Perry when I'm in Atlanta because he plays golf, so I see him a lot. But I don't get to see a lot of guys because if you don't play golf, then you probably aren't going to see me either. Tri- trivia question for you. I where
0: where did Where did Tony meet your brother for the first time?
1: I have no idea. Tony, tell him. I was going to bring this up. I don't mm-hmm. know. And you might remember it when I, when I say it, remember what half our games, home games were in Milwaukee. Yes. And your brother was still, I think he was a senior in college and we were, were in going, college and we were in Milwaukee and it was like three hours before kickoff and you and I would get there early to the, right. the locker and your brother was in town and he was. It was hilarious because he was all excited. You were like, look, my brother wants to meet you and stuff. And I'm like, of course. I mean, you don't know meet Sterile. I'm like, you know, of course you can meet yeah. And he was like, you know, he's high energy constantly. And he was so fired up to meet me. And I just find, it was cool. So for me and you and him, it's like, we were just like, you know, it was great. But he was still in college, right? We we were big into weightlifting. Yeah. And,
2: yes. You know. Bill Casmire lift Wait. the entire lifter. You know, we were into that kind of weightlifting. Wait. So we were always, you know, when, you know, Tony Mandarich, the incredible bulk yeah. doing his thing, of course, we were fans because, you know, our, our two favorite players were, were Dave Remington and Dean Steinko. Yeah. Coming mm-hmm. out of, when we were in high school. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, it was, it looked like it was zero degrees and they had their guns showing and yep. which is why I never wore sleeves. Dave Remington and Dean Stein Cooler are the reason I never wore sleeves in Wisconsin. You want to and show them, because guns. Because you to show them like,
1: guns? You want to show them guns. You want to show them guns. You gotta they, have guns, not to wear sleeves. And you both have I'm guns. Like,
2: <laughs> they were the first two guys that I was like, Yeah, when I leave the huddle and you know, I want to look like that. Because they were yeah. they left the huddle like it's time to go to work. And I yep. said, That's how I wanna. Yep. So yeah, I remember that now. But but, remember yeah, that? Was, it was so was, funny we were big into weightlifting and he was like, man, I want to meet Tony, man. I'm like, <laughs> well, actually you can't, I'm like, well, actually you can because He ain't one of them dudes. that's going to be real uptight before the game. Yeah. He going to be real. He kind of like, you know, he real like he really loops, So you can So we were, I was and talking, I to... said, you know, I'll introduce you to him. I said, cause he usually comes over early with, he usually yeah. comes over early somewhere behind me. So he'll be here. Yeah. You we are... always
1: get, I always remember that because he, cause, cause, looking at his whole career oh man what a career and how that all happened right it was like yeah it's just funny you know like shannon's career was incredible your career was incredible and and he's still in media so he's in the spotlight more now but um it's just one of those memories i'll never forget now and i always appreciate you know and i and i love playing in milwaukee county stadium too i enjoyed (laughs) <laughs> playing there, I enjoyed
2: being on the same sideline with the team. I'm playing. That was such as, and I and I and I, I that, really enjoyed that. that.
0: And as a dad, and see, as a fan in Indiana, my dad, we could never get tickets. We lived in Indiana, and we could never get tickets to Green Bay. Like you just couldn't get them. And my dad was a factory worker, and you just couldn't get them. But my dad knew this dude in Milwaukee who like got worked at Miller Brewery, some kind of truck driver, some kind of deal, and he could get us two tickets. So we would. The only time we could go see the Packers play would be in Milwaukee and so but it was so visually funny because you'd both the both of the teams would be on the same sidelines, you know, and it'd be like, man, there could be a real there could be a real fight break out here. There really could be because there's only a chalk line that's separating the two.
2: Yeah. I love I loved that. I I loved playing in County Stadium. It was a fun place for me to play and I I I, I was glad that when they stopped playing there my career was over cuz I enjoyed going there
1: those three times a year well Steril, how about playing in philly at Veterans stadium when they would bring in the turf to replace the pitching mound that thing yeah. was like two inches higher, like two the inches rest- higher. yeah i was I'm like all the difficult spots i played well uh
2: in milwaukee i played well in philly i played well in new york i played well uh in tampa i played well in miami i played well uh my division hated me because once I got comfortable, Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota, Tampa were in trouble. I, yeah. And, you know, all of, you know, and, and that's what, you know, Mike Holmgren used to say is, you know, we got to win our division game. Right. you got to play well in the division. You know, it's great to go out of division, and but you got to play well in the division. So without adding any pressure, it always seemed to work out that I had a really good game in our division. Uh, I never really played well in Minnesota was probably the only place I never really played well but I always played well against Minnesota whether it was in Milwaukee or Green Bay but I never really felt that, that just didn't suit me in in the Metrodome
0: I hated the Met as a fan I hated the Metrodome I hated yeah. the Metrodome as a fan I hated it I didn't like I really didn't I mean, like my, the the old Pontiac Silverdome either I didn't like that either My,
2: my my friend Carl Lee, who played defensive back, would probably like to think it was him. Why I never played well in Mill in uh in Minnesota, it but it wasn't never. <laughs> it wasn't him. It was the you stadium. Know, I, have to, I have to remind him all the time that Carl, it wasn't you, bro. It was you know the awesome. sight lines and the. Lighting and it just never really suited me to play. I never played really well in that stage.
0: Sterling, were you the, were you, and me and Tony and I, before you signed on, when we were getting you signed on, Tony and I were on for like two or three, four minutes. And I didn't, I don't know if I'm right or wrong or not, but it's one of the most, and I think that it makes the Bears fans go crazy. The Bears fans will fight you over this, and in their and, and in their program, they have an asterisk beside this particular loss. And that was the uh, over the line of scrimmage. And were did you? Are you the one that caught that ball? When, yes. Yeah, that you the one that caught the touch, t- t- touchdown. You're the you were the receiver Correct. on that. And there was a bit that was like one of the very first times that instant replay, and it took like and, and Tony was, well, was in. Like that was minutes. Tony's
1: rookie rookie year. Like Fifteen minute <laughs> yeah. review
2: yeah
0: and 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 they end up determining and after they super slow mode it is that he landed on the other side of the line but when he threw it he was his both of his feet were off the ground so he couldn't have been off you know past the line of scrimmage via the foot it's just in the air and i if i remember right yeah the 84 was the guy that, that was you you, you, t- you scored and they have an asterisk beside that, that that makes them so mad if you bring that game up They think they they got screwed. Yeah, if you go to if you go to a Chicago Bear um, uh, website or something, and you look at that season and that loss. Well, I'm just saying, (laughs) but they have an asterisk beside that. It's called the instant replay game. They like it's like they won't take the law. They won't take the L on it. They have to put an asterisk beside there.
2: I didn't know that. Yeah, that is that. That's actually crazy of them, but.
0: I mean, it, but it was a it was an unbelievable play. I mean, you know, it was because he did after he threw it. He landed on the other side. He did land on the other side, but when he threw it, he was midair, and it was a it was a great call.
1: It was it was across the body too, a hard I'm throw. I'm Trying to remember the play. It kind of looked was, like a broken uh, play
0: that you that you just kind of spun off on, kinda.
2: No, I, I I my rules were I could go in and I had to stay. I was running a choose. And if you had a choose route, you had to turn in and you had to stay there. If I had a choice, I could have gone across the field. And it was just one of those plays where, you know, Don moves and everybody moves with him. And I just was able to navigate myself in a way. If I remember correctly, I thought I needed to just clear Singletary because he was the middle linebacker. Yep. If I could clear him. And and Don of course made the throw and the rest is history. But it was, yeah, it was one of the only times that I was able, I was not reprimanded for breaking the the receiving rule. Right, Re- really? Because I wasn't supposed to cross the field. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. And instead they're like Sterling, thanks for crossing the field, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, no, no. I just didn't get reprimanded. Right.
2: I, there was no congratulations <laughs> There was no thanks in there. It was just <laughs> hey, you, nice play. Yeah. You know you want to know. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, so do it again.
0: <laughs> Sterling Sharp, uh, with us as we wrap it up and, and Sterling, I, I, I can't thank you enough for being our very first guest on this, on this idea that we have. And, uh, and, and, and we appreciate you more than you, more than you know. And I, I admire what you do philanthropically. I, I admire, uh, I just, there's a lot of things I could bring up, but I'm not going, I just, I just admire you so much. And I really got a lot of respect for your brother too. Uh, and, uh, And I and I look forward to you know maybe maybe us keeping in touch every once in a while via Tony and and thank you for for doing our show, Bud.
2: Oh sure, I mean when Tony said you know hey you know we're having a uh, you know doing our first one would you be our guest and I was like I'll do it for you of course yeah I'll do it for my friend you know I'll do one or two for my friends I kind of like you know looking back at you know me and Tony you know back in those days and you know in hindsight going wow how could I have helped him. Navigate this thing called, you know, professional football because he he was in a tough position and situation. And, uh, you know, when he was when he was out doing his photography work, I was like, that has got to be a funny sight. A 6'5 guy yeah. with a camera taking pictures. I'm like, it's got to be some real funny stuff. Right I,
0: I I, I, I talked to Tony about once a week, and I'm always clowning him saying, what in the hell? You got some six-foot-five, 300-pound guy taking pictures? What the hell's going I'm on? i like, right?
2: bro, you, you might have come out better if you would have you know, started doing ballet. But it's this big dude taking pictures. I was like. Wow, we but we yeah. really have changed in a yeah. lot back in the, from those days. Right? So well, I, you know, being able to be in touch with him and he's doing well and he looks good and you know he's wearing glasses now. I just didn't put mine on. I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> I too. think we all are. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I
0: think we are. I think we're all within the same age. I'm fifty seven. I think you're what 56, uh, uh, 58. fifty six. Fifty eight. Okay, so you're you're older than me, and then. Tony, you're my age, so we're all.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: so we're all yeah. in that same in that same era, so to speak, uh, age wise. And Sterling, thank you so much. And
2: so no, it's good. You're very welcome. And, you're very Stirl- well. Stirl- really Sterling, 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 sharp.
0: Sterling uh, Sharp, stay safe I'll, I'll, I'll and and and, and good luck to getting below scratch, bud. <clears throat>
2: Oh, no, I'm already there. Uh, oh, yeah. I just like to stay scratch. Oh, like to deal with okay. No, so I'm, we're
0: really uh, a minus two yeah. now, deep down for talking about Yeah, I'm already
1: there. That would be like a, he's a plus two. Want, wouldn't that be no, plus? I think it's that's a minus two. That's kind of, a,
0: that's
2: kind a, of more, a, more in line of <laughs> where I am.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. right. That's what You, are. you yeah. want everybody to think you're scratch, but you're a minus two when it comes out to playing, buddy.
2: <laughs> I'm just, you know, <laughs> hey, that's why I don't wear a black belt because when you've held on a black belt, people want to try you. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, Sterling, man! Great talking to you, my friend. Thanks, Tell girl. Shannon we said hi, okay, bud?
2: We will do, guys. Take care. Thank you. Girl. All thank, right. Thank you. All right. Bye, buddy. Yep. Yep. I'll tell you a funny story. In 94, uh, 93, we make the playoffs, and I I said to Mark Clayton, I said, when we win this game, I'm going to go in the interview room. (laughs) And Clayton's like, man, you crazy. You ain't going (laughs) in. I'm like, when we win this game, I'm going in the interview room. Well, the way the game ended couldn't have been scripted any better for, for me going in the interview room. And I walked in the interview room, and no one asked me a question. No, they're afraid. They were afraid. They're like, holy hell, 84 is in here. They what the hell? So, they, they were so shocked that I was in there that no one asked me a question. No, they were afraid. You had them conditioned, no. turtle. You had them conditioned.